Hello everyone and welcome back to Wolford Weekly with our annual review of EastEnders of the year. Review of the year of EastEnders 2020. As I say this is an annual event and as always we will be opening our envelopes of our predictions that we made right at the beginning of 2020 of what we thought was going to happen with the soap. So stay listening for that. But before any of that I am Alex your host and I am joined by our favorite person in the whole world world ben he's back from ireland he's returned he's come with dot he's bought presents i have i'm here to critique the world you are the world of wolford mm-hmm. the world of wolford before we start with the storylines uh, that we both enjoyed the most or perhaps didn't enjoy the most we're going to start by saying the people who came to the square and the people who left so we had four people come Ooh, we, we, had nice. the rec- <laughs> we had the recasting of peter bill I want, I want your opinion on each one. So the recasting of Peter Bill. Mm, yeah, good, bad. Um, Happy with that. Yeah, nice to look at. Not much to talk about. <laughs> Not much up top, let's just say. We had Suki appear. So the Panasar family are complete. That's yep, very good. That's excellent. Excellent casting there. Mm-hmm. Isaac. Isaac came. So the Fox family are now complete. Mm-hmm. Isaac's got potential. He has. He's got quite... <laughs> he's nice to look at. <laughs> <laughs> he's nice to look at, but he's also better than Peter. Ooh controversial start and we had frankie which basically led quite a big storyline mm. in 2020 i feel like frankie being a full-time character is like a happy accident like she was brought in for ben and callum mm. and then they're like actually no but let's just keep her but i like frankie she's a good character too she's an excellent character and uh, hope- hopefully she'll get some cast shots soon because <laughs> i was looking when i was doing the title card for the um, episode there's no cast shots for frankie That's what i mean she was an accident there's one for blooming um raymond's step grandmother but not for <laughs> can't even remember her name ellie ellie mm. one for ellie but no one else um exits this i just want one word for each one tina dead <laughs> or is she well, dead Chant- question mark okay chantelle <laughs> <laughs> can't say dead dramatic again. dramatic um, sad sad habiba inevitable <laughs> detective jags uh, thank goodness leo mm. yeah didn't reach his full potential. No, I th- there was so much more. But again, mm. we'll talk about that. Daniel, that was sad. He died yeah, on the bench. I don't care about Daniel. <laughs> I, I think I he care died about that. twice. I think I care about that story more than you do. Because mm. I really loved that story with him and Jean. Denny, on the boat, drowned. Jumped the shark. Who's <laughs> Bad decisions. Bad decisions. Uh, Keanu, flew away on a jet plane. Never to be seen again. Yeah, he had a good exit. He, he did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Louise, went off with her baby. Could have done more. Yeah. Lisa. Could have done a lot more. Dot. Yeah. I mean, Dot's basically been left for like 10 years. Let's be real. I'm really sad about Dot because I, I, I've said this so many times before. They need, I'm sorry, but they need to give her a proper goodbye. Mm. We're getting to the point where if they don't consider it now, it might be too late. Mm. And that sounds really morbid, but... You... They can use it as an excuse to bring Charlie back and he can just live with Dotty and Dotty, mm. Dot can die or whatever. I'd I'd like them to bring back a cotton family because they've got mm. Dot, they've got Charlie, Charlie's wife, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could, well, there'd be a Ronnie as well. There'd be a Mitchell back if you think about it. Another new Mitchell because of Ronnie yeah. and Charlie. Yeah, so bring them back. That could be a prediction for twenty twenty one, but we we'll get to that next year. <laughs> so let's start off then with a story that I really enjoyed. And that was the Whitney and Leo story. I really, really loved the story because there were so many brilliant scenes between them. Yes, 
there was some ridiculous moments, but I've, we've come to expect EastEnders at the moment. <laughs> um, but there's the scene where they were in the hotel room and they had that real hashed out between them. Mm. Why Leo was so angry with Whitney. There was the, the obviously the very dramatic part when Whitney stabbed Leo accidentally. I think. Oh, yeah, I mean him hiding in the attic was a bit over the top but it was it was fine like it was it was what it was it, they didn't drag it out for like months no they really used that attic set though haven't they you i know, know. <laughs> they, they, they've got their money's worth from that attic they thought set. you know what this set does look really good <laughs> let's let's put kush up there yeah. and cat yeah let's just store everyone up there they can it's storage for characters dogs mm. found behind a cardboard box <laughs> it obviously ended with whitney uh going to prison and mm, this is when where it went, it went yeah, a bit bad. it went um downhill fast <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they're experiment like they've been experimenting like subtly with techniques but like the whitney prison one was like really yeah. <laughs> like there was a young whitney but there was a different actress but we've seen young whitney on the show so that didn't quite make sense or mm. didn't add anything and then she was singing whole again and fainting <laughs> and like but like there was music of Hole Again playing, but she was also singing it. And... Do you know that the um, oh. downloads for Hole Again actually put it back into the top 20s? <laughs> it's the power of <laughs> the EastEnders. Power of EastEnders. Uh, I bet Kerry Katona was lashing, loving her 2020. <laughs> she was making more money than she'd yeah. ever made before. Um, um, and there was like, the whole prison thing, but like you only saw her cell and the one prison guard, didn't you? And, yes. Like, nothing else. And the prison guard was really concerned for her. Mm. He kept giving her food and advice. <laughs> and she was like, I'm not eating. Oh, because she went on hunger strike. She yes, hunger that's why strike. she fainted. Yeah. And uh, lots of, yeah, and she was having hallucinations. And um, she saw herself as a completely different person when she was younger. And like the whole square, it did affect the square, which was nice. You kind of had, there was an echo of it. Like mm. Grey was very concerned. They kind of put Grey and Chantel's story yeah, and onto Sonya the and Jack mm. and... Yeah. Tiff, so yeah, yes, yeah, was... that was nice. We moaned mm. that there's not enough aftermath, but there was some aftermath to mm. this. Well, I think this one got particularly ruined by the break, the lockdown break, because like yeah. it was right in the middle of her in prison, her slash her court case, and like the Leo's mum did all these weird things, but then she disappeared. So yeah, I do think it suffered more than it should have Whitney, because of the break. Whitney did voluntary work during the break, didn't she, at the hospital? Yeah, with children, working with children <laughs> or something. With a it's conviction like, on yeah, her Yeah, a shoulders. woman who's about to be done for murder. But, um... I mean, I think it's going to be brought up quite a lot on this review of 2020 and there's no point skirting around the subject that because of covid um this pandemic that we're in uh, there was a break of about three months for the show mm. and it messed up a lot of stories and they had to they had to mm. almost rewrite them all again and they kind of just picked up where it would have been without having three months of episodes. Yeah, with no progress. So, like, it. Sharon gets married to Ian within, like, 48 hours. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of issues, but some of them we can let slide, but some of them I can't. Yeah, there's big gaping holes. Mm. Let's talk about Sharon and Ian, shall we? So, it all it's all... They're now married, but it's all started all the way back in January, where, obviously, Shianu got found out. Mm-hmm. Phil got a bit angry. Wanted to kill Keanu. Wanted to kill Keanu. Wanted to, pushed a pregnant woman onto the concrete... <laughs> um, but obviously he's a saint now. We must all uh, mm-hmm. follow him. And and it kind of came to Dark Martin as well. Was in on oh. killing Keanu. Well, that was 2019. That was right at the end, wasn't it, of 2019 mm. when you had the warehouse? Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah, there was all flashbacks and all sorts because mm. Linda's drinking was getting yeah. bad then, and yeah. um, everyone thought Keanu was dead until Boat Week when he appeared again. Yeah, yeah, he came back. But Boat Week was like I would say extremely impressive. 
Boat Week was fantastic. Mm. I mean, the reason we had Boat Week was because the Queen Vic had won Pub of the Year, <laughs> remarkably, had won Pub of the Year in 2020. Mm-hmm. In money problems, but they won Pub of the Year. Yeah. And uh, financially stable, they are not. However, they won Pub of the Year. Um, and it's all because of the wife swap story. So that was a time to be alive, mm. wasn't it? When they That was good, though, the wife swap story. Think I think it was, because it got lots of characters interacting with people they like the max and ruby and linda and thingy kind of start you could see if there wasn't a break that's where the max and linda affair would have stemmed from because they swapped didn't they well they did but that's but linda was making a fool of herself all the time because they had the mm. she's been really mean to ruby <laughs> yeah, she was, which at the time you kind of didn't mind so much um, but you know it, it was uncalled for and it, it kind of brought this alcoholism storyline to light that mick was now starting to notice it too mm-hmm. and uh, linda wasn't really covering it up as well as she first thought she could because mm. um, obviously it came to head at the beginning of the year but she promised mick that it you know it all it was all over and she wouldn't be you know she could control her drinking yeah, she's very nasty and then boat week happened where like all the families basically had their big storyline to coincide with the boat sinking didn't they because like, really linda good. was trapped under deck with her foot yes trapped because <laughs> she was drunk and got hit on the edge of a bottle um dennis <laughs> she was trying to reach to drink dennis was upset because phil and ben and everyone went to spain without him well no and no, no he no. overheard things about not being wanted and stuff so but he was also, acting out dennis was acting out then that's the reason why ian locked him in the mm. cabin and down below because he got bobby attacked yes. by posting something on social media mm. um, and we had those scenes of habiba and Ikra and bobby where they were attacked and yes. like, the dialogue was really See, realistic that was very good yes yeah. That was a good moment when the uh, hate crime started. Mm. And, yeah, really, Boat Week really literally was like peak. It was a <laughs> and it like slowly moment. sunk as the year. Oh, went on. pun intended. Mm. <laughs> there was a wonderful moment when Whitney confessed as well. I, I, for me, that was scene it's of she the just year. killed Leo, isn't she? She just killed Leo. She was like the whole scene was Mick covering up for her. He was like, "Don't worry about it, love. I'll make sure that you don't go to prison." But Whitney couldn't bear the guilt much longer. And the first thing she did as soon as she got off the boat was go straight to a police officer and <laughs> say, "I've killed someone." Mm. And I'm, I mean. You have your issues with background music and we all talk about the incidental music can be a bit misplaced from time to time. But for that moment, and I've, I've yeah, gushed about it before. that bit was very good. For that moment, I recommend anyone, if you can find the scene when Whitney, just that one scene. And when Dennis's Whitney, body is like brought up as well. At the all, same time. Yeah, yeah, it's all happening. All, the, the whole crescendo of the whole week happens on that that scene. And it's just it's just a fantastic scene. It was such a good compact week. So many stories, so much happening. Bex was there. She had a story. Yes, Bex. She was taking over drugs from with her and Dottie together, weren't they? I completely forgot about that storyline yeah, as well. She nearly died on the boat. Um, Stuart saved Mick and Linda on the yes. raft and brought him, brought them up. So that kind of mended their. No, but it hasn't though, has it? Really? Yeah, but a little bit. Like it's a bit better now mm, they've saved each other. A little bit better. But then when at the end of this year, when when Stuart was trying to give Mick advice, he kind of dismissed him. But again, that'll be a story we'll talk about with Mick. His big story at the end of the year. But and it brought Rainy and Stuart. It made me love Rainy and Stuart more because mm-hmm. they dressed up as pirates as well. As Jack and Max punched each other because of Lauren that giving random, Lauren money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Max was upset because Jack knew that Lauren was in financial trouble mm. i mean lauren's in a lot of trouble now her house is burnt down and she's she's probably still at the airport waiting for her dad to come mm. home <laughs> and obviously dennis attack getting bobby attacked brought us the wonderful peter bill back to the bill household because of kathy's phone call yes we kathy, need you here peter kathy has been in contact with peter the whole time mm-hmm. kept it very quiet she's not told anyone but that's just what kathy that's so how when kathy we got rolls. the first look of how tall peter was which is still an issue a year later <laughs> 
like he sits down a lot now i feel it's very difficult mm. to film him in any scene where especially with a very short imagine if he has barbara windsor he has seen with barbara <laughs> windsor that would be terrible they'd have to use um like some kind of perspective have him like two feet behind mm. barbara windsor every time so they'd be the, almost the same height but um, peter's not really done much like as his return has he he's like no. he kind of doesn't like ian but he also doesn't like bobby but he likes calf but like, that's about it he's just a bit mopey and uh, miserable isn't he well his story is a little bit what i think uh rob and i said it was a bit like what ben's story was meant to be when he came back and that was getting revenge on his dad and mm. it feels like that's peter's story now but it's it's not really going, not really going anywhere <laughs> sharon's yeah. doing that for him <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if you find out that peter knows that sharon's doing it too but they he kind of just jumps in every now and then he's just He's just mm. there. He's getting an allowance. He doesn't yeah. care. Does I mean, he? we wanted them to build the bills up, mm. but you know, but Bobby's really good. Kathy's good. Ian's good. It's just they need to do something with old Pete. Well, I think they are though. I think twenty twenty one. He's got the cursed name, happy. Pete Bill, isn't he? Basically. <laughs> yeah, so what? <laughs> I mean, why is Pete not working on the fruit and veg store? Because Martin know doesn't work is. on it anymore. Who is on there? Well, I no think one. Ian hires someone to do it now. <sighs> Ian worked on it for a little bit, but then Pauline would be very, very angry. What would Pauline say? Eh, that's a that's a prime plot of land. That is, it is. Everyone the family wants it. since World War Two. Yeah, yeah. They've been. It's almost been gambled away. It's been used as a bargaining chip for many a storyline, and yet no one's using it mm. on the Bill family anymore. So, um, what about Suki? Because Suki arrived this year. Oh. What a, to save what the Panasars. Yeah, I know. They were they were slowly fragmenting the Panasars. But, um, yeah, they were bring... like, mm, maybe we should just call it quits for these guys. And then they brought Sookie in and it's like, oh, Perfect. they're a family. Yes, Which exactly. is what EastEnders is built on, isn't it? It's the uh, matriarch. The head of the family is what's mm. always needed. Mm. And there's no more proof than um, what Sookie's done because mm. it has turned the family quite around, I feel. Well, it's a testament that they were... Apart from Jags. <laughs> well, Jags has that sadly just, gone. <laughs> that was just a casualty that had to happen. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing they could do with Jags and it was obvious that they they just didn't know how to... And they, the fact... It's the one death too many. Mail, well, the death nail was that they put him in a story with Habiba and mm. Habiba had nowhere to go as well. And That's a shame. Just, it was a shame because Habiba is such... There was so much that her and Ikra Potential. could have had. Mm. There was this the sisterly bond. I mean, we saw them as the new Ronnie and Roxy. They really, well, they could have been. <laughs> I know they could think? have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have but been. They, they, sh- they shook up the square. And again, like the lesbian stories, of, as always, are just getting forgotten now because mm. now you know Ikra and Hash's story is just kind of just. Excuse me, that's twenty twenty one. We don't recall that well, no episode. i mean in 2020 though nothing has happened with them like, no I mean, they kissed once i think well they had that quite steamy scene where they together <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did they had the it got i think it got a few complaints because you know the world mm. and well, suki would have complained because she doesn't like it does she well she doesn't but she, she'll be pleased with ash's uh, direction in 2021 again but we're not talking <laughs> about that but but no suki fantastic mm. actress fantastic character i love that she's a little bit camp she's a little bit dramatic she's a little bit she's just unpredictable mm. i she... mean her first story was a mm. bit like um i i do wonder whether they they cast Suki as this like cancer storyline, but like she was faking it, and it's like that's quite a awful character trait. And then they were like, "Oh, she's a really good character. Yeah. We need to not have her like ostracized so much." So they kind of tiptoed around it, haven't they? Because if that was anyone else, that would have been like a part-time character, and she would have, like the highway dad sort of thing. Or Ellie. Or Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Seven episodes. So I do wonder if they thought, oh no, we've got something good here. We can't just mm. let Suki go. So they sort of turned it around. But it was funny because she was like trying to make friends with Jean, wasn't she? So she could pick up on how to fake having <laughs> cancer. But then she like let it slip and she started digging that hole for um, Daniel's ashes. And all everyone was around like, 
I thought you were sick and she was there like with oh, a yes, shovel and rolling that. her sleeves up and doing <laughs> loads of hard work and everyone was like uh yeah that wasn't the cleverest moment of Suki but since then she's like very she never lets anyone get one up on her she, since she plays her cards very close to her mm. chest and she's as I say very calculated she and likes loyalty She's a very yeah. She's very much loyal. Well, if loyalty's to her, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> no one yeah, else. She made she made she made Jags take one for the team, didn't she? By mm-hmm. taking the uh, the attack on Martin as as you know con- conviction. Oh, because um, Martin got attacked, didn't he as well? Lots of people got attacked this year. There was a lot of head injuries, mm. uh, traumas, in back of the head, like four times. Mm. I feel Phil had another one as well, didn't he this year? <laughs> he did. Oh, and talking about someone who had a head uh, attack, <laughs> um, uh, Ben. Because he has the death storyline. Oh, yeah, that's on Boat Week as well. Oh, that that storyline. So he got his head hit. (laughs) He got his head hit. He hit his head on the side of the boat. Yeah. And it caused his... Was it the the original ear? No, the other ear. The other ear. (laughs) So he became almost completely deaf. Yeah. And every time from that moment onward, you had a scene with Ben, you listened from his perspective and you'd hear like a watery kind of... But like they only did it up until the special episode. (laughs) And then after the special episode, like that was it. (laughs) Well, no, because then over lockdown, he then magically had the operation. I know. But like it was really not done well. It really wasn't. It It was literally like... Magic cure, done. And you've had the implant for a few weeks. You can hear everything. Perfect. And it's like, that's not how it works. Mm. And they made like a point. They were like, oh, we've brought on a, um, one of our members of the team is, is deaf. So we've brought him on to consult with us and help write and things. And it's like, is that guy still on the team? Or have they just been like, well, that's over. So yeah, you can go bye. back to like the job you used to do. I don't know. Social um, media executive. <laughs> but it was just, yeah, it was just not handled well at all. Well, and it I... could have been handled well. It could have been done better. You could, to show more angst of the problem that he must have felt himself, he felt, felt mm. so isolated. And Frankie was brought in specifically for the, the part. And mm. it was like, like you said, they brought Frankie in, realised that there, there's more they, they could do with this actress, and then kind of pulled her away from the story a little bit. I mean, she's still mm. got that friendship with Ben and Callum, but... It's I, almost like they were like, well, we have Frankie, she can be the deaf representation, so Ben doesn't have to anymore. Uh, yeah. Like, it's like, mm, but like that. But his deaf episode as well, which was like, <laughs> it was billed as like living life as a deaf person like you live it through this deaf person how living he struggles in like a day and like the first 10 minutes of that episode it was like okay this is quite quite good actually because you're seeing him wake up breakfast go about his day and it was like okay this this could be better than i thought but then it like so quickly goes downhill to well, they had to do a heist because oh. they can't not do a heist on a special episode if it's a special episode expect yeah, there to be a heist so <laughs> unnecessary and like oh absolutely they were just running through corridors and the heist made no sense <laughs> and like they met danny hardcastle with all his men in that bar mm. and there was like dead men on the floor and it didn't make any sense what they were doing no. and he like danny tried to kill Ben and shot him near his ear and made his hearing worse and well, it was just it's another like, example. What is of, going on? Yeah, it was just another example of something that happened in one episode and then just forgotten about mm. again. Because Danny got arrested, but then he like a- appeared again like a few months later. Well, yeah, because like, that's where the whole grass thing started happening. Because mm. that's when Phil kept saying, "Oh, you're a grass, you're a grass," and saying it to everyone. And and yeah, I mean, it, I suppose you could say this was the genesis of the Callum undercover. Because yeah, he's the a policeman all of a sudden when we come back from lockdown. Wasn't well, the he? first episode we came back from lockdown, he was chasing someone through the square and he's like, oh, You're yeah. nicked, I'm a coffer. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so that's happened, has it? Yeah, literally in the space of three months he's gone from a funeral director to a working policeman who's working on active cases. <laughs> well almost a detective. 
I don't know what he is. He, it's, well, um... it's like he's doing detective work. He's like seems to be mm. seemingly doing undercover work for Di Gaffney, and just I don't... it's awful because they can't use the excuse like, well, we were off for three months, so the storyline had to accelerate. <sighs> it's like it doesn't have to accelerate three years in three months. Like <laughs> that's no excuse. Like look back in the nineties. We're going back to the nineties. Yep. Michelle, she took her college course. Mm. They stuck with that college course for three years. <laughs> Did we know it? Um, and then she did jobs and jobs and jobs for years yeah. to Part train. work at the Vic. Um, and then Callum just is a policeman. It's like, ugh. I mean, a lot of this is did... where the realms of like believability like just disappear Smudged. for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like you have like always in soap, you have to be like it's a soap. So like you kind of give them leverage, but like this is where it literally went to like characters can just do anything, and there is no yeah. rhyme or reason. It, it's just how ha- it is. It's happening, and that that's all there is. Well, I'm surprised that they, when we came back from lockdown, Cat hadn't got her black cab license. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just like you say, you can literally just walk into mm. a into a university and say, "I want a diploma in this in EastEnders," and then like a month later, you've got it. Okay. It's uh, a bit mad, but yes, it, this is all because Callum is a bit of a grass in the Mitchell family, and he gets himself tangled mm. up all over with the place. a dodgy cop and a dodgy family, and yeah. they're both trying to blackmail each other to get info, and it mm. that continues literally the rest of the year yeah <laughs> and that's all i have to say on that Fair so enough. um what about the trumans because isaac appeared um like christmas eve i think it was in 2019 um because of sheree's big secret she had for the last year it came out and it was the what we thought it was it was the son of patrick's yeah. which we were like oh like we wanted it to be a bit different maybe like we predicted this like two years ago <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine um it happened and like it all came out and um patrick found out and then Patrick went on holiday for like months and then pa- Patrick got COVID. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and why send... <laughs> it was really weird how they decided to have the revelation one episode and the same episode him and Sheree were going off to Trinidad. Mm. It's like, why? I know because there's no progress has been made on no. it anymore. They... And now they're just sort of stuck in limbo and they don't really mention it. <sighs> no. I mean, Isaac is concerned for Patrick, but again, this is 2021, so I can't really talk about that. But all we know is that Isaac is a bit traumatised and finding out that Patrick is his dad but as you say mm. nothing's progressed there's been no scene between them when they've talked to one another I th- I think, actually that's a lie I think they had that moment in the pub didn't they in the Vic and they kind of talked to each other and yeah because they got on with each other really well when they yeah. when Patrick no when Isaac didn't know no no because Isaac didn't like Patrick and then that's why it was even more angsty when he oh, got, right, found he got found out because he... with the piano music I remember in the salon <laughs> <laughs> you're my father uh, um, but yeah, I mean, again, that they need a lot more development because I think Isaac could be a good character. He's a teacher. Yeah, he's not very professional in his teaching. He drinks a lot. He sleeps with everyone. We think he smokes dope as well. But yeah, we're not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, and he's a bit inappropriate around children. Like he just falls asleep on benches <laughs> when looking after them. Or... I was during summer club. During summer club, when yeah. he's meant to be looking after Bailey and all the kids, he's and like, Amy, oh, "Go look, yeah. go look for some bugs. I'll be here <laughs> with a swig of his hip flask." Mm. But um, he's. He's a good casting, and Cherie, she was on it last year, but she, again, could be excellent. Mm. Um, they just need to give them a bit more. I'd like, actually, there to be a family unit of the Foxes, which they are building on now. Yeah, they've Once, done it well now. What, yeah, um, and, and I like that, actually, you've seen, when Raymond came back, uh, because, obviously, Denise is now looking after Raymond because his adopted parents yep, died dead. in a car crash. Both of them. And, Callum, and the sister. <laughs> yes, Callum was the first to know as well. Callum was on the scene. <laughs> he was very upset. Because yeah, Callum kept talking about it to everyone, like, in, <laughs> and everyone heard, and it got back to Denise. And Denise, Denise like, what? <laughs> um, and they got to Phil as well. And so uh, Phil 
basically got Richie on the case, got the contract signed up. Oh yeah, handed by over Ellie. the child. Just... Yeah, because Ellie wanted like two. She wanted five thousand, and she'll go hand over her grandchild. Yeah, it's like five hundred. And then she was like, actually no, two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. And it's like what? <laughs> it was like a really big jump, wasn't it? But he. That's got the price rid of, of human trafficking. Got rid of. I can't remember how he got rid of her. What did he say? He had something on her. Or, he had or something on her. Something. Oh, he he, he grasped on her. Remember, he got the police to raid. Oh yeah, all her yeah drug apartment. Phil doesn't like grasses, but he grasped on Isaac and he grasped um on Ellie as well. Mm. So <laughs> Phil should take a leaf of his own book but, um, of grass. That happens. Raymond is the cutest boy though. He's the sweetest kid. And oh, no, like... the foxes like Pearl's really yeah. cool as well. Yeah. I haven't seen Mika yet. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fox kids. They're all they're all fox right. kids. Yeah. God, do you remember the channel Fox Kids? No. He used to show um, Sweet Valley High. <laughs> don't know what that is. Yeah, you do. You're just no. content- you're trying to act cool in front of everyone. We also came back from lockdown for the big storyline of Chantal and Grey, because things had obviously gotten worse. This is like one storyline that made sense over lockdown, because mm. um, things obviously got worse between them, and she was planning to leave Grey and talk- seeing lawyers secretly and like planning her escape, and her and Kira were getting very close and yeah. texting each other, and they went to like that seaside place of the family. Clacton, isn't and it? And that's where she that'll, was. That old chestnut. <laughs> that's where she was planning to run away, but um, Gray turns up, and um, yes, he kind of like slowly works out over the few weeks, doesn't he? What she's planning, and they have the big special, the first thirty-minute episode that we were given with mm-hmm. the Chantel and Gray, mm-hmm. where um, the dishwasher which we predicted from months ago, yeah, always was open. Up. Won't close that dishwasher with its lights beaming out of it. <laughs> it's like I'm here. <laughs> um, and obviously that sadly um ended Chantel's as a character, it was her which death, um, wasn't it? It was a shame. I think it's such a shame because I really like Chantel as a character. She was like a really good, normal, inverted commas, character. Mm. And like she worked with quite a lot of people like Lola and Denise and Whitney. She got herself about, she worked in the square. Mm. It was like like an old school character almost. They Mm. worked in the square. They had a lot of connections with a lot of different characters. Um, Yeah, I think think it's a shame. I know they wanted to tell this this big, important storyline, but like... But up to this point, it was done so... Chantel was really good well yeah it had to be a casualty of it mm. yeah i mean yes i mean you wanted it to be that he got found out before Chantel had died but i think i think it was the right way of portraying it it's just uns- <laughs> it's just sadly yet again everything after, after it yeah after it it's just just been ruined the build-up to mm. it i mean it was so it was literally the next episode wasn't it like they appeared back from their holiday and no one had told them and karen just walks up to the house and... billy was the one who told them. <laughs> oh yeah yeah billy walked up and said, really oh, bad... like, you need to know <laughs> really bad dubbing he's like shut dead <laughs> he's like oh thanks really subtle there billy yeah, nice oh. um yeah it was so and mm. it's still not really being done very well like now no. tina's died because of it we think Tina's died. We don't know Tina's died. We no, suspect Tina's like, died. Yeah, that's just awful. Um, and wrapped up like a burrito. It's like, mm. it's just, uh, it's just so frustrating that they've done this as, I mean, they, they could do so much with the, they almost had it right when they showed Grey's torment from it and how he was struggling. Yeah, and his counselling and, and his counselling. Yeah. And, and it's just, and the aftermath. And even up to the point when he was, he, he almost couldn't survive knowing what he'd done to Chantel and was going to basically take out him. That was a real shocking moment for me that he was going to take out himself and his kids mm. in a massive fire. And to that point, it was so good. And then it was just like, oh, OK, well, give the kiss to Karen and we'll mm. solve the problem. And he like, gets involved with the Carters and the Mitchells and it's a bit was like, that... what? <laughs> yeah, well, no, and also with the Slaters because he organised getting the cars mm. sold when the, the another heist with cats. Oh, and... God, yeah. Phil and that's when Kush <laughs> almost got arrested. Oh yeah, that's yeah, Kush's gambling storyline. I mean, it made sense that 
out of lockdown that Kush may have developed a gambling problem. That made sense. But then to mm. the point that he had lost so much money that he was gambling that he... they, like they 5,000 at a time, yeah. wasn't it? And, and instead of, again, considering and doing a considerate storyline about gambling addiction with a character, they instead did a heist. <laughs> which, again, is that the only way they can write themselves out of stories? <laughs> no, it's, it's, this is like the point where it's like every storyline is like a week long. Yeah. Like they don't spend any time building or sitting with it for any amount of time mm. and it's like that's like this is from where now on it's like there's like a thousand storylines like rainy and Stuart's wedding they talked about it on the hen night yeah. and then they had the wedding the next episode and then like that was it mm. and you didn't see them like she said i'm pregnant and then you didn't see them for like four weeks yeah yeah it's like what it's really strange because obviously we we hate block storytelling and it's not that they're doing block storytelling. They're just not doing storytelling. <laughs> but yeah, it's like nothing is bubbling mm. along in the background they want all anymore. The de- they want all the reward. Like, oh, let's get to that big moment. But like, they've missed out every single thing in between. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Without the work mm. building up to it. Because like, the next time you see Stuart, it's like the next time you see them, he's killed D.I. Gaffney. And it's like, well, oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like really like, you only get the big bits of the story, mm. nothing in between. But it's like the the Ian story. It's like that the, there was meant to be <laughs> oh, this. We thought that this was going to build and build and build and build for months. We genuinely believed that the the big reveal was going to be on their anniversary in February, but it wasn't. It it was done in like two weeks, and it's just mm. why. And like it, it literally went from him hating everyone in one week then the next week he was hit then he got he was about to die then he got married to sharon sharon got a divorce then he came out of hospital then she was poisoning him then we got the reveal it's like that literally <laughs> happened within <laughs> two, two and a half weeks probably it at most long. it was the right of the, i think it was the first or second week of december mm. and then yeah as you say it just it, it went to zero to a hundred in a couple of it's weeks like, that's Christmas. a lot of things that happen yeah <laughs> it reminds me of like on friends when um, was it Rachel and Ross's mum hears all that information and she goes that's a lot of information to process in 20 seconds it's like, that's what it reminds me of it's like Sharon's and Mrs Bill but Sharon knows about Dennis's death and she's blackmailing but mm. she's her and Phil hated each other before lockdown like he was very cruel to her but now they're working together to kill Ian yeah. and it's like yeah because okay. when we left lockdown Ian had bought the Vic under Phil's nose Mm. Um, to punish him, up, yeah, yeah, with with Sharon, and then all of a sudden from back from lockdown. I mean, I have to say that was the one thing with Ian's who got duffed in a duff duff story that was done well, and that is the reveal, the very subtle reveal that Rob spotted of the, oh, the text phone. message going mm. or the phone. Blink when she got Denny. It wasn't that subtle. Like, I, didn't, I, I didn't even spot it. Lots of people said online. I think I'm sure. Yeah, they but I did. think I think an equal number of people hadn't seen it, and mm, it wasn't I until guess. that it was mentioned well later on that we, you know, it was like, oh my god. And I mean, you, those flashbacks were pointless, though. But, but the, well, the flashbacks of who attacked Ian. Yeah. Yes, they were silly. Like we said, they were pointless when it happened. <laughs> Everyone was like, "No, nah, it's really good." But each one was meaningless. Like even the Phil one was meaningless. Mm. It, um, they were there. They were there to like almost Max put together bury, burying the we- the weapon. Oh yeah, the well. trophy, <laughs> the, Lu- the yeah. Lucy Bill trophy of the year, whatever. Mm. They were there, I think, to build a case for you at home to work out if you could work out all the different pieces. And everyone and could, and everyone <laughs> did. I mean, I think most people worked out literally the episode when it aired. Yeah. Like, like the, the, when Ian got hit around the head, it was like, oh, it's Sharon, because <laughs> it wasn't subtle at all. No, bless them. Not the best who done it. Like yeah. literally one of the worst. Mm. So, um... but and again for 2020, just to round things up, uh, 
the Christmas episode was not particularly memorable, but the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day episode was fantastic. Mm, they, really good. A real trend in EastEnders now. Like the big, yeah, East, highs and lows. Yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? They're, like For the last two, three years, the Christmas episode has not really been worth writing about, but the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day episode mm. has just been fantastic. It's better. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. But um, I can't remember what happened. Like Christmas was a bit of a dud, actually. Like it was just kind of walking around the square, yeah, seeing Luke, everyone having their Christmas. Was it Luca? Oh, Lucas appeared, didn't he? He's out of prison. Oh <laughs> and yeah, it's just like, what? Oh yeah, <laughs> makes no sense. We should but, talk about Lucas appearing. And well, we'll talk about Chelsea that next back. year. I think yeah, it's more January, yeah, yeah. but that's ridiculous. Um, anyway, are we gonna? Yes. Give it a ranking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Let's give it a ranking. Uh, you go first, because <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear what you say. Wow, I obviously quit the show this year because I thought the show was so crap <laughs> in, in a storm of controversy um you left no the it's podcast. just ridiculous not me leaving the podcast that wasn't ridiculous the show i mean um so i just can't feel i can't knowingly give it a very high score because of that fact i mean you could grade it or you could do it out of how many jump the sharks out of 10 <laughs> no i'll give it an e <laughs> I Ooh, think. E. Because yeah, D sounds a bit too high. Like <laughs> D sounds a bit too high. I think so. E is one away from a fail. I know, but like Ooh. I, I preferred 1989 to some of what was going on in 2020. Did you prefer it to 2019? No. Okay, that's, that's why I was asking because 2019, I think you gave it a D. Yeah, 2019 was better, but there was, there was... <laughs> by one grade. Is it <laughs> no, an, an E plus e. or just no, an, an e. e neutral? But e flat. E flat. Because it fell flat. I don't think it was as bad as an E, but I certainly wouldn't say it was a top grade year. But mm. there was there was some. The thing for me is I I would knock it up a half a, a half grade for every time they had good moments, and they had some good moments. Boat week, I say, would knock it up to an E. I say the Chantel storyline <laughs> would knock it to a D minus. What about the aftermath of it though? I'm I'm being positive, <laughs> <laughs> and I think all round it can bubble up to a D. I think it's a D. Okay. A D for me. Yeah, it's fine. But it's um, your opinions. Uh, You're all allowed one. This is what it is. And don't forget, guys, that you can also comment below or yeah, get in touch it. with us and let us know. Give it a grade. It. Give us a grade. Send us a grade on our Twitter at Wolford Weekly, or Instagram at Wolford Weekly, or our Facebook group, Wolford Weekly Podcast. But, or comment below this video on YouTube. Absolutely. We, do what you want. We love reading them, actually. They <laughs> pop up on our phone every now and then. But before we go, we have our predictions. So every year, at the beginning of the year, we write down, I think, five... If, if, see, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's either three or Maybe five. Maybe five. Who knows? Stories that we predict or would like to see happen in the year. And Not we, that we'd like to see. It's just what we predict, isn't it? I don't know. I can't I, remember what I wrote. Well, I like so. a mixture of the two. <laughs> no. And uh, we, we seal them in an envelope. And there they are. Ooh. And we don't open... We genuinely do not open them. These we, envelopes have survived a move yes. from South of england all the way up to scotland yeah so you know we, we remembered them we've done well <laughs> how important they are and uh yeah i mean they i mean the glue on the back of the envelope has started to go old you know how <laughs> envelopes go old it's, mm. uh, this has been so long um, so we're going to open each yeah. other's aren't we yeah so i'm opening yours and we're going to do one at a time so we'll do one for you and one for me one at a time so okay. here you go you have to explain yourself and your thinking yes. from last year Okay. Who? Oh, yours is like paragraph. So is yours. Oh, mine's all right. Yeah, okay. okay. Who's going to go first? Do you want to read one of mine first? Yeah. Okay, go on then. <clears throat> Number one of Alex's predictions. Mick and Linda will no longer work or live in the Queen Vic pub. Ooh. Ting, one point for me. They will still own it and have their son Lee take over. Oh, for God's sake, this old chestnut. <laughs> Lee take over as manager alongside his new wife. No points for that. No. And his wife is pregnant with twins. 
More on this later, it says. Linda and Mick trial a separation, but decide they are better together than apart. Oh, mm, Kind of, yeah. Because they did have their weird divorce papers or whatever. Um, there you go, so... Is that well? That's your I, first prediction. Self-explanatory, I think. And mm. I, I, I mean, Lee did return, just not with his wife or to own run the Vic. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. no, yeah, not yeah. He did come back, didn't he? From different New Year's Eve or whatever yeah. it was. So, all right. Well, here's your first prediction: <laughs> the whole Panasar family will be gone by the end of 2020. <laughs> Jags will be the first to leave. <gasps> yes. Point. Ash and Ikra will split up. Oh, so close. So close. After Ash cheats on her with a man. <gasps> That was close as well. Very close. I'm ahead of myself. I'm 2021. <laughs> and Vinny will be the last brother to leave the show. Ooh, got uh, I was really predicting into the future there, I feel. I, I think I thought Vinny was like the... um, Who's the DeMarco that stayed around for ages? Pepe. Uh, yeah, he's like the Pepe. He just stays around for a bit longer. <laughs> That's not a compliment. <laughs> he's the one that hung around. Mm. I mean, Sookie obviously changed that quite a lot. Uh, I mean, this was before... Was this before, before Sookie came? Yeah. So there you go. Sookie, Sookie changed I got it. one of Jags, though, and... I think I should get half a point for Ash and Ikra because okay. they basically are non-existent. Fair enough. All right, that's good. That's good. What's my second one? Um, you're continuing from the first one for some reason. Remember Lee and his wife had twins? Yes. Well, <laughs> talking about Sophie's twins, Chantelle is also pregnant and the due date matches Sophie's. They become good friends and Grey's behaviour towards Chantelle starts to present themselves in front of Sophie and Lee. Grey then blackmails Lee to keep quiet. I think you've gone a bit too heavy on Lee here. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought that they were going to bring Lee back this, this year. <laughs> I did. I really did think they were going to. He was in Gone Girl, I'm afraid. So he's busy. Mm, um, no no points point there. I mean, Chantel, that's completely wrong. So Fair enough. I mean, she was pregnant, but that was the year before, wasn't it? When she lost the Yeah, baby. but then I thought that she would have a, a, not an, another one. Another, not, not another one. <laughs> She'd have another one. And I kind of get that I said that earlier on the show. I hoped that. And look at you keep... as well, thinking Grey might blackmail Lee. Not just kill him like he's done nowadays. Mm. He killed Tina, not Lee. So, Carters, you're on the right track. I'm on it. But I'm not, on hard, it. not hard enough. <laughs> Maybe I'm predicting too far forward. <laughs> uh, your second one starts with a recast Lauren Branning will come back to the show <laughs> and get into a relationship with Peter. <sighs> And also will be the one to stop Leo harassing Whitney. No. Well, that would have been real well good. Mm. <laughs> if you say so yourself. <laughs> Lauren... That really good, that would have. <laughs> Lauren, Whitney and Chantel will be a new friendship group. No, That points. would have been good as well. That would have been all, so upsetting. all, that, was good. all that was nice and good. <sighs> so, so deflated. Um, right, your third one. You deflated because our stories are better than the ones that actually happened. <laughs> yes. At least one of the Panasar brothers will have left the soap. One point. My prediction will be Jags. <gasps> Two points. And his exit will be starting a new life with Habiba, who will also be gone by the end of 2020. Three Well, they know he was in jail, but they were going to leave together. Yeah, but Habiba has left, so I'm taking three yeah, for that. Yeah, that's very good. Well done, me. Right, your third one. There will be new owners of the Queen Vic around autumn time. Yeah, because when it came back from lockdown, it was awesome. Yeah, I'll give you that. With the Carters staying on the show, but not really working as characters once they're out of the Vic. Oh, that didn't happen. They were a huge story. Mm. And Danny Dyer will announce he's leaving <laughs> in 2021. 2021? Again, well, you know. you're thinking too far forward. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Do you think Danny Dyer will leave? Do you reckon he's due a rest? Well, we didn't know about coronavirus here. That's true. If it wasn't That's for coronavirus, true. I do actually believe that they would have both quit over the storyline. Yeah, but they need to work now. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's not fair. Right, your fourth one. Okay, it was five. Rainy and Stuart will get a will get to breaking point from Ray, Rainy's behaviour that he finds unforgivable. <laughs> 
This will trigger Stuart and we'll finally discover Dylan Box has been kept hostage in an abandoned building. He must come back. Or a basement. That's kind of, maybe that's what Grey's done with Tina. Who knows? Yeah. And Rainy will be left in the basement too. (laughs) (laughs) I've just seen the TV show You on Netflix. Ah, there we go. (laughs) We will not know anything (laughs) for months other than scenes of Stuart's heart beating in his head. Oh, you predicted um, sound effects. Oh, yes. I'll get half a point for that. <laughs> and crazy camera angles bringing back crazy Stuart once more. I'll get a full point for that. <laughs> no, if you swap that with Grey, it could have been a bit more. So I, I'm glad that I was influenced by a TV show. For my... <laughs> <laughs> like Netflix. So I am a bit John Sen for that, if mm. you think about it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I must have, at the beginning of the year, not thought that Rainey and Stuart were going to no, You wanted survive. them to be like a mad couple, didn't you? So. I did. Well, they did. They, there was glimpses of that when Stuart said he was... He beaten up D.I. Gaffney. Yeah, killed him. I got very excited. It was all fake. It was all fake. Right, number four for Ben's prediction. Max Bowden will quit the show in the summer <laughs> of 2020. <laughs> That's never happening. And leave breaking up from Callum. Oh, dear. Callum will become a policeman. One point. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and there will be a storyline about him not being accepted as a gay officer. But he meets that, would an- good. that would have been good. But he meets another gay officer and they begin dating once Ben has left. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Nat- I think Max Bowden will be the first to leave. <laughs> Do but you? I out don't. of the two, yeah, Tony Clay will just settle. I think Tony Clay will leave first, but not on his willingly. <laughs> yeah, not willingly. <laughs> and I think it will be. Uh, I think we we've uh, said it. keep your predictions oh, for next year, please. I will. I will. I'll write it down <laughs> right now. Scribble, scribble. Right, my last prediction. Right, your last oh, there's one. a bonus one as well. I see. So oh, we'll yeah. get to that. So I read it at the same time. No, no, no. Leave that to last. Your bonus one, I will read it because it's the same. Your bonus one, I'm going to read the bonus one first okay. and then read your fifth one. Lauren Branning will be recast, so you copied me. <laughs> Peter Beale will be a drug dealer when he returns and not forgiving Bobby will attempt to kill Bobby with a drug overdose. Well, he didn't attempt to kill him, but he did try to frame him with Ian's... Didn't he do something with drugs with Bobby? Because he was like on the dance floor, remember? Like fainting. that was that was gas. That was the oh, gas because yeah, he's trying to him. impress Dotty. Well, you don't get any points for that then. You oh, can't okay. string too much out of it. Right, your prediction, yep. your actual prediction. <laughs> Max Branning will contact contract an STI, which will make him impotent. <laughs> oh, good. His relationship with Ruby will deteriorate. Yep, and point. he will lose his mojo. Yeah, point. Yeah, but he's lost his. That's not why they broke up. That's fine. He'll try to sleep with old faithful Stacy again, but she will resist. Martin will get wind of this and reveal to the square his problem, making Max embarrassed, and he'll leave for another break from the show. He's leaving from the show. Wait, is it a break? <laughs> no, okay. Half you can half make your point. half into a hole. Hole again. <laughs> there you go. Oh, lovely. Right, your last. Well, I, I must say though that would that would have been a, again an infinitely better story. Well, yeah. <laughs> if I do say so myself. We're going to post these over to L Street afterwards. Yes, <laughs> so they can are. read through to for the attention of Kate Oates. <laughs> Ben's last prediction mm-hmm. for 2020. The Mitchells will all be gone by the end of 2020. <laughs> I was in a bad mood when I wrote <laughs> they this. Really were with only Sharon and Dennis left. Oh dear. No. <laughs> nope. Sharon takes on the name of what's again point. She does. Oh yeah. Also, like quite a lot of the Mitchells did leave. Like there's not that many left. Ah, uh, half a point. No, I don't need half a point. There's only Louise. Wasn't you sure? It? Louise and Lisa and the baby. Oh, only Louise. <laughs> <laughs> and buys back the club from Ruby. That didn't happen. Ruby will also leave the show in an uneventful exit <laughs> around falling out with Stacy. Well, she did fall out with Stacy, so I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> I'm being kind with my points. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Stacy left instead for baby. <laughs> yes, another maternity. But I, 
I feel my my predictions are all going to happen in 2021. You were too far ahead. I you were was. too eager. I mean, I'll keep we keep hold of your one, and we can always come back to that for our 2021 review. God. If there is one, <laughs> which there will be. So, Ben, your predictions, you got five and a half points. Mm, my that's generous. <laughs> my predictions, I got seven and a half points. Ooh. EP, here we come. Mm. Lovely. Well, we have to write out our new ones now. We have to get downstairs and start scribbling. And I think we're going to get Rob to write his as well. So next year he will also do his prediction. We are Rob. So if we haven't contacted Rob, <laughs> you're hearing it first now. <laughs> well, there you go. So um, let us know if you made any predictions for 2020 and whether they came to fruition yourselves by commenting below or by getting in touch with us on it's Twitter. quite a slim chance that someone did, but you never know. I mean, someone might have. I'm sure the Ben Mitchell Twitter account will say that he predicted everything <laughs> correctly. Find us on Twitter at Wolford Weekly. You can find us on that on Instagram as well. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Wolford Weekly Podcast. Don't forget, if you're listening to this on YouTube, to subscribe, press the like button and comment. Comment your grade below. Yeah. Comment your grade below. Lovely. Well, have there a lovely week. Thanks. Have a lovely year. <laughs> Have a lovely year. And uh, everyone, take care of one another and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye.